Brown Dogs Farm are Norwalk, Iowa-made hot sauces and dressings. Brown Dogs Farm was born out of the dream to emulate the simple life of Rob's grandparents, who inspired him with their hard work and abundant gardens. Rob and Amanda set out to create a unique blend of fruit and pepper that would satisfy the part of the brain that craves great flavor without sacrificing the spice of the peppers. Sweet, but still packing heat. With combinations like jalapeno green apple, habanero peach, cherry rhubarb reaper, and other great flavor combinations, there is a spice and flavor that is right for any party or get-together. BDF also has homemade versions of their classic and spicy ranch that are one of a kind. You can order all of those and more online at www.browndogsfarm.com and ask your local grocery to stock up. Sigh of the Storm is brought to you by Revelton Distilling Company. You can visit them in Osceola, Iowa or on the web at www.reveltondistillery.com. We here. What's going on in this yeah, game? Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, hold on. We uh, we gonna talk about this game. I got the game all behind me, but I got it on you, the front. you know, we we right. all coming to you live <laughs> during the playoff game. You know, representing Brock. You know, the and goat. I mean, represent Kittle today too. You know that yeah. that connection. You know, yeah. you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm say hi to him. You know, we <laughs> we all about. We gonna say hi to him though. Uh, but yeah, this is the side of the storm broadcast until you live. Um, we missed y'all for the past couple of weeks. You know, life happens, you know. Um, but we here today. Brent got his double cup. You know, I got my I got my bourbon in the burbs cup. I mean, I got I'm drinking Angel's Envy today because uh, I'm out of uh, you know, Revelton, but we already working on that. So I'm not gonna I'm not calling out ship again this time. <laughs> <laughs> he already heard that call out. Um it's but too the, it's too early in the day for me to have some in my cup. So you still an hour uh, away. For me, it's five o'clock. It's five o'clock man. somewhere for me, man. You I know. know I'm gonna have to make a grocery store run at some point. <laughs> <night's over. laughs> yeah, you, uh, got, you got sunlight up. out behind you, man. You see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but three beers media. Hey, three beers got like a thousand shows out now man Shit, what you doing man you was building this you building a platform man like That's a new show it. coming out every week it's like That's you know what you it. no limit every tuesday <laughs> everybody waited for that no limit drop and you know if you still got some of them no limit covers man you got hey. some money in your pocket because <laughs> man them, that's when you really went for the cd got the cases you was excited to unwrap it it had the the hologram, it had the, right. you know, man, it was like, it was live, man. Tuesday, graphics. release day. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. You know, I remember it, you know, yeah. growing up in Louisiana. I was going to say, yeah, when we right next oh, door in Texas, so yeah. <laughs> we got a whole lot try to get too. two of them to have one not to mess up. <laughs> For real. Yep. I, uh, all my CDs got stolen like the night of prom. I think, I, I think somebody was playing a prank and I never found out. Mm. But they put the Sunday paper in my car and stole my CD case. You know the oh, big, wow. like the 300? Right. I had all these yeah. cases, but I had no CDs. Cause you know, you just put the 300 in there you had your Alpine right. or whatever yeah. you had in your car. <laughs> no, you go, you couldn't make mix. We could, back then we couldn't make mix or burn. It was like, right. that was too new and too expensive. So you actually had real money built into these CDs. So that's your collection was that's a when, point uh, 300. 
Maurice Claret got in trouble for when he was at Ohio State. Oh yeah, he's like he's like I had I had two two three hundred CD and they's like. Would you pay for those with, <laughs> sir? <laughs> like you're a college student, you're not supposed to be able to afford no. that many CDs. We, we was paying that twenty two dollars on <laughs> Tuesday for the Cain and Abel album. Who is Cain right. and Abel? We don't know. We got to listen to him to find out who that is. <laughs> That's, That's marketing day. for you, man. man. That is marketing <laughs> for you. But no, but we here today. Um, Three Beers Media, um, Brewdog Farms, Hot Sauce. Brown. Revelton Distillery, Coach's Colossus, Loaves of Hunger, or Hunger Loaves. Hunger Loaves, Hunger Loaves. Trice, Trice Legacy. We all here in the building today, um, you know, and representing everything that's out there. Um, but, yeah, we wanted to come live, and, you know, we missed a couple of the basketball games. We'll get into that in a minute. But we wanted to come live during this game to see uh, how them boys do it against, uh, you know, these Niners. So, I mean, I'm I'm out here, and Mark is out here, so we see it all the time. and. You know, they've been selling knockoff Purdy jerseys out here for like $50. You know? Nah, it's well, tragic. One letter up here, one letter <laughs> down here, but people buying them for 50 bucks because they're like, I need hey, a Purdy jersey. Right. You know, and, and Purdy's parents live out here. He's from out here in Arizona. So, um, you know, the, the Purdy mania is, is on point. He probably got some high school Purdy jerseys out there floating around. Now, I ain't seen them on social yet, but. You just got to hit them old uh, Jersey shops at them outlets. Yeah. They'll, they'll make yep. one up for you real quick. <laughs> yep. You <laughs> <laughs> got to see it. They got an NIL for uh, for high schools, you know, yeah, what can we do. find out there. Mm-hmm. But no, but we going to, we going to get into uh, basketball season. Cause that's what we typically do right now. But you know, again, because we got Purdy out there, did want to, you know, throw out some announcements that we missed. So we missed a couple things by not being on, uh, but we had some big things kind of coming up. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we had we had come up was was Jordan Langs, you know. So we had a couple hires this season, uh, this mm-hmm. offseason. So coach has been doing this thing. So, you know, we had Jordan Langs um, come out here. You know, he was head coach out there, coming back and being our running back coach. You know, I don't know much about this guy, but, you know, it's been a lot of hype around, you know, bringing these, these people in because, you know, Matt Campbell is a big, you know, transfer portal. I would say it's a big transfer portal type of school as well. Um, nowadays, we get some, we get some good recruiting from Indiana Westland, um, you know, out here to, to Iowa State. So, you know, good luck. See how he does for us this year. Um, we also had, let's see what else we had. We had, let's say, uh, Poteet. We had Petit come in here, Hank Petit. He was at uh, Wisconsin. So he was assistant coach at Wisconsin, uh, played in the NFL. So we brought him out here, assistant coach and cornerbacks coach. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I want to see what he does with the cornerbacks. You know, um, Anthony Johnson Jr. was one of our CBs, um, you know, and so uh, he had a breakout kind of breakout year this year for him. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see how Hank Petit do that. Um, what other other hires we had? We had Ray Clayton um, hired. Offensive line. Uh, he was a coordinator and, and uh, line coach at UNI. What's funny about this hire? Not funny, but um, David, um, that used to be our assistant AD when I was the AD at UNI. So we just took they took one of our people. We just took one of their people. So you know, <laughs> Ryan. You know, maybe we could bring some of that stuff because you know, at the beginning of the year, that UNI game is a toss up. Sometimes we don't know who going to show us. Just like that yeah. Iowa game. You don't really know, so he can give us some secrets of like how they used to prepare for us. So that that inside track right there. Um, so that was another that was a, a football offseason thing. And then the last one that I gotta share is uh 
you know, our strength and conditioning core is now done. Um, we had three former Boise State staffers. So we got um, uh, Jalen Baker, Brandon, Patus, what I can't say it, and Lucas White. You know, they came over with some other coaching changes that came over this year. So they follow um, some people. But now we got some strength and conditioning. I want to see if we can get Getty on here to see what he thinks about these, these forecasts mm. taken. So, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm reach out to Getty and see what see what he's talking about um, because, you know, he was the man back when we were there. So Definitely a legend. Definitely yeah. a legend. Yeah, so we got we to gotta get a hold of him and tell him to come on our on our cast, though. So, yeah, just wanted to share those couple things about football um, because there's a lot in this offseason. So now we're looking at, you know, where we at now. Football, football, football playoffs. Yeah, it looks like we have 3-0. Yep, we hold on. We, yeah. we he every, said we. Hey, I'm going with right hey, today. Now, is I it gotta, hey, hey. Uh, gotta pull you know. for the cyclone. Uh, yep, yep. So, yeah, we should. I should try. I should call uh, Seneca right now and see if he answers his phone and see if we get Seneca to come on the line. You know, see what he think about. Um, but you know, you know what? I'm gonna call Seneca. We, we gonna do it. <laughs> Why we, not? Let's, let's call get Seneca. Her done. Let's call him real quick. See if he. Oh boy, you way offside. Is it false false? Let's, let's yeah, call this cat. Let's see where he's at. You know, I heard y'all like when we bring in some guests. So let's see. Let's see if he answer. He probably look at the number and say, "I'm not talking to George today." Let's see. <laughs> he gonna act all proper too when he get on. He ain't gonna answer. An automatic voice message nope. system. Four, two, five. All right, he gonna probably text me and say, "George, what you need?" Uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm gonna tell him, him what we called. So uh, we'll 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 try him again. And if he texts us back, we'll tell him what we're doing. But you know, one the blind side, you know how they do that uh, that uh, that Clarice Jenkins on the radio station, uh, Ricky Smiley. Have oh, some random funny. person call. We were trying to do a Clarice Jenkins funny. on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. They they be having them so so fighting mad on there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thinking it's real, but so what, what, was, what were we thinking? We had um, you know, everybody picking these Niners. You know, they looking at the fact that Purdy is not playing like a rookie. Uh, hasn't been shaken. You know, you know, they call they call uh Burrow Joe Cool, and you know we saw what he did today. You know, he never looked shook. Um, right. And now we got we got Mr. Purdy out there. What y'all think about this? I mean, he what? I mean he, he when he popped on the scene at, right. at ISU, obviously he popped up and became the man out of nowhere. I think it was against Oklahoma State, and they were like, "Man, who was this kid?" And he kind of he proved why. But I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you, crazy, presently surprised though that he's doing this well. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, mm -hmm. it tells a lot to him and his professionalism too kind of preparation because i've been hearing crazy stories about him and all the extra work he's putting in mm -hmm. but the the system he's in is helping him tremendously i mean he's right. got crazy crazy weapons around him so but he's you, doing his thing though man you just said it and you said the word the system right. you know he broke all these records at iowa state and he passing records and all these quarterback records that seneca had held for a while but we didn't win we still went what seven and five was our best record like mm -hmm. you know we did not get everything out of it and he has some weapons around him but the way they're doing things now and the, the weapons he's getting they keep adding things to this team you know this system is is a right pick for him it's like he went to the perfect season um 
the perfect place to play for his style and how he slings the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it, you don't forget how to play the sport that you've played pretty much your whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, so once you get there and, and he's been behind two quarterbacks from the beginning of the season pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, still going through preparation, going through practice, being able to watch everything. You know, w- when they threw him out there, it's not like, you know, he's just going to drop back and throw it out of bounds. I mean, he knows how to play the game. Right? Mm-hmm. So having all the weapons and everything that they have, that system, great coaching staff, you know, it makes it so much easier for him. Um, they got a great line that, you know, keep the pressure off of him. So when you're able to, you know, make the plays, make the throws, and he and he uh, has the ability to do a lot of good things with his feet too. You know he yeah. can can really make some plays happen, and yeah. I'm 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 not that surprised. You know, um, you know, I, I was on Twitter last week saying you know people need to stop acting like he was supposed to be the last pick of the draft. Like yeah, I, like I get he was the last pick of the draft, but we're not gonna act like we're he was supposed to be the last pick of the draft. So. The 49ers definitely got a steal. I've been on the record saying that, you know, I would try to do something with Trey Lance and, and get some picks. <laughs> you you, you know, are 100% playing, right on he, there. He's playing, he's playing too well for that. He's playing too well for that. And the asset that you can have with Trey Lance, like you don't want to mess that dynamic up again once he's injured. Not to take anything away from Trey, anything like that, but give him the opportunity to start over somewhere fresh and right. then – have the assets that you can get from from other teams with a player like that, and then the next five to seven years, you guys will be running things up there in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in that he's at that spot where, like you said, man, the, the camaraderie he's got with the guys, the team mm-hmm. follows his lead now. So you're talking about possibly competing again. I mean, Brock stole his job. Like I said, right. he took mm-hmm. it over. Ain't yep. no hand in the back off. You know right. what I'm saying? So it makes so much sense to move Lance. That's a I second that, man. I really wish they would do well, it because, you, you know, give him a shot. When you, when you say this, so I, the way I look at it is you're getting uh, the last pick of the draft, rookie contract minimum, what, 400000 So he's getting a $400,000 contract right now. He's balling like he's getting $20 million a year. But right. now you have, like I said, we, like you said, we have these weapons around him. You mm-hmm. pass off a Trey Lance who is still going to be a great quarterback, even right. if you, when you keep Jimmy G. Jimmy right. Jr. knew he was going to be a backup role, but you can get so much for Trey Lance at, at, at so other much. positions right. to make this team a contending right. Super Bowl team for the years right. to come because Absolutely. you're not paying a quarterback. And I think I said it our last thing. It's kind of like when you drafted – the Warriors drafted most of their, their players. The big three was drafted. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they went and built this team. They were used with draft players. And so you're looking at what we're getting out of this drafted player – um, letting them build around him, play with some people that's around his age because everybody's young in this league right now. I think it's going to be, um, you know, in their best interest to get rid of Trey, you know, get some money and some picks for him. In, in, the, in the business sense of it, mm-hmm. it being a business, like I said, there's, there's nothing against Trey or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was nothing against, you know, Drew Bledsoe when he got injured and then we got the GOAT from that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, if it just happens and then occurs in that way, you just – you got to understand – that it happens and occurs in that way. And it would be the noble thing for the 49ers to put him somewhere that needs a quarterback mm-hmm. so he can have a fresh yeah. start, you know, and continue to build his career. What's the purpose of having this young guy and Brock Purdy that's playing well to compete with Trey Lance and everything like that to come in next year? And then it's, it, you know, they're, they're battling each other and 
you know, it may be bad feelings there, like you heard about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the young kid up there in uh in Green Bay. So you don't want to get in that situation. Have it sit- situated the way it's supposed to be. Have your backups that's going to back them up. You know, it, it's it's a uh, I don't know if it's a bad thing that he's not. He's not going to be paid what he's worth for a couple of years, but right. I mean that's yeah. the business side of it all. Yeah, and and it just, is. you know, let them continue to build and and have this opportunity to you know propel off of it. Yeah, no, you you're 100 right. Um, but the one thing that I will say is, um, I want to make sure that they do the best thing for trans for Trey Lance that they do this. Yeah. The reason why is because a lot of times you try to you try to deal them out of your conference, out of your league. Um, out of your division, so you don't gotta you don't gotta face that person, and it's not always right. the best situation for him. But I yeah. hope that even if it's in their division, they get him in the best possible situation to succeed because I think he would have succeeded yes. here where he hasn't gotten injured. Right. So you yeah. gotta make sure you don't put right. him in a situation where it's bad for him. Put him in the yeah. best situation because again, it's not his fault he got hurt. Just like right. they're gonna take care of Brees Hall. You know, it's not his fault he got hurt and he was on pace to do some things. So right. I just just put him in the best situation. Get the most you can for him, but don't shortchange him and what he could have been and what he was planning on doing. Correct. You know, um, but I want to do one more thing. I don't know if this cat's going to answer. I'm going to call. I like, I like calling this thing, man. Now that we got this call thing, <laughs> I'm going to call one of my San Francisco people um, and see if he answer um, and, and just get his reaction on Purdy. I'm going to tell him he on, he on, the, uh, on the call, see what he say, because we're watching it live. And he's going to be like, why are you calling me during the game, too? Because, you know, he's in San Francisco. He's in uh, Sacramento. I got some cowboy people that don't want to reply to a text right now. Yeah. I'm like, it's just 3 0. I don't want to hear any negativity from you at this moment. What? No, no negativity. So you are you are on a live podcast right now. You're on my podcast right now. You, okay. So we uh, you're my, with my boy Marcus. You with my boy Brent. And so we watching the game. We talking about Purdy right now. So this is my man Ramon right here, y'all. What's up, Ramon? Oh, what, you, what you thinking about this party thing? We ain't gonna say nothing negative. Come on. Um, what do I think about Brock Purdy? Like, uh, well, just give me context, because you know I'm a Niner fan. I got a lot of things about it. So give me some context so, in which you're trying to answer that, which I'm trying to answer the question. So right now we were just talking about trading Trey Lance to get the most for him. Okay, and, gotcha. And, and, okay, hold on, and hold on, then, hold on. And then bringing this is, in. This is okay. This is this is this is what I would do. Okay. Right. This is this is what I'm talking about. Um, if Brock Purdy at this moment has shown that he can run the offense. Yep. Right. If nothing more, he, he hasn't yep. shown. I'm not going to show you that he's shown any greatness, but he's shown he's shown that he can run the offense. Okay, got you there. I personally, as a, I personally as a Niner fan, think Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback and throws a better ball than Trey Lance. Okay. Mm. Right? All right. Okay. So, if me, me as a diehard Niners fan, what I think would be what is a good situation here for the Niners mm-hmm. is. <laughs> that we go into the offseason like we are right now. You you trade Trey Lance for as much value as you can get. Yes, sir. You run with Jimmy, you run with Jimmy Garoppolo for one more year mm-hmm. because you still have that contract. Yep. You you run with Jimmy Garoppolo for one more year because you still have that contract and hope that by the end of next year, Brock Purdy is good enough to take the helm and run the offense from there. And at that point, on that point, you have Brock Purdy on a on that on that point you have Brock Purdy on a rookie contract with the defense that they have right now, with the offensive weapons that they have right now, and then you can trade Trey Lance 
to uh, you could bring you could trade Trey Lance for some depth at the O, some depth at the O line, mm-hmm. and another skill position, and another skill position, or another or another linebacker. Because let's be for real, the Niners from the past ten years have just been where linebackers where linebackers go to eat. Yep. Okay, I feel that. So I got a question about the the Cowboys. They scored, uh, but they missed the extra point. So. Yep. We know, so yeah. I don't want to hear Cowboys fans anything. But from what you just said, do you think they should actually give back the starting position to Jimmy when he's healthy? Is that what you're saying? I I think I'll put to you like I think yeah. My answer, the short answer to that is yes. Okay. Because it just make it just makes sense for the plan. Okay. Right. The long answer is I don't think they ever should have gave Trey Lance that starting position in the first place. Hmm. Okay. Right. I think. I think going in, I think that going into this last season, what the Niners did is they they basically flipped a quarter. Okay. They said we could either we're either going to have this quarterback right now that we know is not good, or not or is very average, but has a high upside, or we're gonna go with the quarterback that we know is pretty goddamn good, but he always gets hurt, and he hasn't played a full season. Right. So they basically they basically flipped the quarter and they went with the upside of the youth. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. But but now that we see what Brock Purdy is doing. Brent over here smiling. Brent, the... Brent wanna jump in here. I see Brent. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> My man's been doing his research, so I'm, I'm you, listening. You... You can't ignore you can't ignore the it's not even that I'm doing my research. I'm just really I'm a Niners fan. He's, he's, a, die, he's a diehard Niners fan. I can hear it. I was really I'm a Niners fan, right? Because what you because what you can't say, which because ultimately if you look at it like this, right? If you go to the beginning of the season, right? Going into the beginning of the season, ultimately Trey Lance and Brock Purdy had no real had no real like experience as starting quarterbacks. They got thrown into let's call it. We'll quote unquote call thrown into their position. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance gets thrown into his position early in the season. No wins, no losses. He had a whole training camp. And he he with all of that wasn't isn't as good as Brock Purdy is right now. I like well, I like right? to hear that. You, take, you know I like to hear that. Yeah, you take any you because because there's not because you can't do this with a lot of games, take any four game sample size, take any four game sample size of both, right? And you're going and you're going to, you're ultimately going to say, okay, you have to ride with Brock Purdy if you take any four-game sample size, because that's really all you can do with these two quarterbacks to compare those two. All right. Now, I'm going to pause you. Host, okay. jump in here. Jump in here. Well, I see y'all. What y'all? I got a question. Say? So, you, so you say, Ramon, you said that um, the 49ers have um, Garoppolo still on the contract for one more year or how many years? I believe it's one more year for this year. Don't quote, okay, me on, so, don't quote me on 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 the amount of years. I okay, believe so, I believe that they readjusted the contract for the rest of this year and next year, and then the third year he he would be a free agent. So 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 what what Brock has done this year? Why not just make Garoppolo the backup that's as good as he is as a as a quarterback, and to give the ball to Brock beginning of the next season and see how he pilots this thing at the beginning of so the season, and if he doesn't. You know, if he has some, you know, hiccups okay. and things like that, then we got Brock. Uh, then we got uh, Jimmy that's coming off the bench to relieve him, and uh, you know, then we go that way. There, um, yeah. the okay. Let me so let me preface before I answer that. Let me preface my statement with this. Okay, I believe that all quarterbacks, I believe that all quarterbacks who come into the league 
to not start in their first two years. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, right, like that, I, I, I believe that about all quarterbacks, right? So I think now that's that part. Now, with that being said, Brock Purdy, honestly, gets through his progressions probably a little bit better than Jimmy Garoppolo, right? But Jimmy Garoppolo, A, got a cannon. Mm-hmm. B, he's been he's B, he's been the starter in this playbook for a couple years. And C, I'm just let's be for real here. I, I like the I like the little I like the Jimmy Garoppolo slag a little bit. You know what I'm saying? The dude, the dude who goes down there and uh the dude who uh pipes down porn stars and has a rocket arm is kind of cool in my book. Pipes down porn stars, porn stars and has a rocket. No, that's easy that's, to do as, a, as a pro athlete though. <laughs> it's easier than one would think. Right. It's easier than you as a pro athlete. Uh, no, 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 I don't totally agree with that. Okay. There's some it's some smart NFL-ready quarterbacks at the college level. Obviously, the game speed is like, okay. I mean, it's heightened like crazy. But I think in the right system, right. I mean, if you draft like a like a Purdy, like Purdy could have started this entire this entire year with Shanahan okay, and, so those, I'm a, I'm a, and those weapons, right? So okay. I don't think, and don't get me wrong, I didn't say I didn't think that Brock Purdy would have played this first two years, but in this particular instance, <laughs> it shows that. In the right system, it doesn't right. matter. A quarterback can have a ton of success. Okay, so, so I don't think the well, first two years so, are fine. Can I? Here's let me let me defend my statement. Right, since that's what we're gonna do, I want to defend my statement. That might be that may or may not be true about Brock Freddie. We have no idea because he didn't start the whole season. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody, here's the deal though, right? Is that when I make that statement, this inevitably happens. Somebody always picks out the anomaly where it worked. Right, but all you're doing is picking out the anomaly. Yes, the anomaly. I mean, this is just yes. a, this is like a this is the first instance since you're yes. a Niners fan. It just makes sense. No, what I'm saying is no, not, not just being a Niners fan. Everybody can say like if I say a quarterback shouldn't start in the first two years, somebody says, well, what about Ben Roethlisberger? Or what about somebody? Do you mean there's always the anomaly? So but they are the anomaly. So right. I, so but they are the anomaly. Most most successful quarterbacks. And most Hall of Famers and most people who, who you put the ball in their hand aren't two year court, aren't didn't start in their first two years. Okay. So, you know what I mean? So, like, the, you know, so like you can probably pick the anomaly, but it's, it is the anomaly. It's well, one out of 10, not nine out of 10. But I wouldn't let you get back to the game because I know you're a fan, but I got this question for you. Now, based on everything you said, if Purdy takes these cats to the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl, this is a what if. This is all what if situations. Then do you still mm-hmm. sit him next year and let Jimmy G take over? If 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 he goes to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl, I st- I personally would still want the scenario that I I personally would still want as a Niners fan. I would still want the scenario that I put out. But the realistic thing, the realistic thing that is going to happen. Is that they're gonna that they're gonna get rid of Trey? The realistic thing that they would probably happen is 
that they're going to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. And then what you're going to hear is in the offseason, it's a competition between Trey Lance and, and Brock Purdy. Okay. That's the reality of it. That's, go- that's going to be a disaster. Yeah. That's going to be a disaster. When Tony Romo went down and Dak came in, they didn't give the ball back to Tony Romo. I mean, it, it just right. is what it is. And Tony, I, I, I and mean, I look Dak, at- Dak don't throw – the deepest ball. He's not the best I, quarterback, but he I, he were, runs that offense. So, so now you were one hundred percent correct, but there's a couple of things. Let me, Ramon, there's a couple me, of things that are different. Let there. me say this though. Let me say this. I'm gonna ask Brent this question. Yeah. Hey, because Brent, you on the field, your quarterback gets hurt. The last part of the year, your your backup quarterback takes you on to this next level. Y'all win uh, whatever championship we want to talk about. Whatever, whatever, whatever uh, trophy you want to talk about. The next year, that quarterback that started with you most of the season is back and healthy and is coming. What would you want to happen and as you being an ex-Iowa Stater at football player, semi-pro? What would you want to happen? I, just, I mean, just I'm, riding, I'm, riding, I'm riding my team's momentum. So if we go on to win a Super Bowl, I'm going to try to keep the core of that team together. And the guy that took us there and led us through the playoffs and all of that, when the best ball is played, playoff time, He's going to be my starter going into the next year. I feel that. Okay. And using that argument, using that argument over the past two years, the best ball that the Niners played is with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm. The past two years. Now, Purdy, but you got about this year. Brock Purdy. The best ball now is this year with Brock Purdy. Yeah, the uh, NFL is about right now. Yeah. It's about right about, now. I mean, you're talking about right now. Saying, We're talking about right now. In the past, We're talking like, about right what now. he's been doing. Having the team on his, having the team support him as a rookie coming in, having the coaches support him as a rookie coming in as a third stringer, as a third stringer to do what he's doing, he right. has respect of everybody in the NFL, right. in the country, black, white, Puerto Rican, and Asian. Like you know, he got everybody behind him, and that's why they can't keep Purdy jerseys on the shelf because it ain't that many Iowa Staters in the world, you know. But Purdy, <laughs> but Purdy jerseys well, are yeah, but right, well, right well, now, right now. Hold on, but let's hold on. Right there, now. there is, here, there is. Listen, I, I hate to admit it, but there's also there is also he's also very marketable, right? Like hey. he he's 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 Mr. Irrelevant, thrown into a playoff situation, and he's real cute on he's real cute on the West Coast. So what the 49ers are doing right now? What, what, what I'm saying he was is, doing is, in NWA, he was like, let's get this money. That's what he's yeah. doing right now. If Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy was, if Brock Purdy was putting the helm of the, uh, put at the helm of like Cleveland, but that that's the point, nobody, Ramon. Nobody would care. That's the point okay. because right. we're, we're talking about right. the system that he's in. You're right. Right. So you're right. Yes. So hey, okay. you know what? But I'm letting you get you're back because right. we got Correct. other stuff to talk about, and that, you, I know you don't want to be on here all day, or do you? Because oh, I, I ain't talk to you in a minute. I, I can. <laughs> I, you know, I could, so, I could do the football shit all day. So, Ramon is my homie from Sacramento, my golf buddy, my yeah. bowling buddy, my my uh, thirsty, uh, the, the whatever turtle. What was the name of the turtle bar we used to go to? Uh, the Glass Turtle. The Glass Turtle. Man, I glass turtle. <laughs> but no, this is my cat when I moved to, uh, to Sacramento for about three years. And then before that, you know, me and him worked together. So, been my homie for a minute. But I appreciate you jumping on, man, talking about it. We probably going to call you again or something like that. We'll We'll get you back on here. All right, but we yeah, got, we you know, let you go and you, you at the home or you at a uh, uh, Chris house, Cuddy's house. I'm at Chris house. Hey, put Cuddy on the phone real quick. This man barbecue, uh, steak and lobster for the game. What am I gonna say? No, 
Uh, oh yeah, for sure. This is what they, <laughs> they do in California, I guess. <laughs> hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. Jordan, Jordan's live on his podcast. I want to talk to you, man. Hey, what's up, you already know. You I know. know what's going on, man. I ain't get the invite. You thinking loud. Hey man, you always welcome over here. You help me. You help me hang out my first TV over here, man. <laughs> yeah. We finally had to upgrade. We finally had to upgrade after like seventy years, though. You know what I mean? We finally, uh, got the, finally got the eighty-five and it's Sony okay. over here now. Okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game watching you. Uh, we were just called. That was, that was, that was a little flex. He's flexing over here. Uh, but yeah, we own my podcast called Side of Storm. So, you know, everybody out in Sacramento start listening to it because we got Cuddy and Ramon, some of y'all, Sacramento's finest on the line. But we just wanted to say what's oh, up man. to you, my man. So, hey, happy, happy you're doing good. You know, keep barbecuing. Yeah, I'll come sure, up here soon to see you, my homie. All right, for sure, man. All right, homie. I'll let you, bro. Peace. Peace. Man. What's that? What's Well, <laughs> so a lot, of, a lot of different, uh, very, like, similar and varying opinions. You know, yeah, but, yeah. You know, but I mean, like I said, if like like I Brent, I I I agree that if if someone took you to this level, you ride with them until this until until they until they came. Like you let them let them do their thing, you know, because you know it was nine quarterbacks taken in the draft this year. Brock was the last one, but he was also number eight of nine on the depth chart of like who was going to perform and who was going to be good in the NFL. He was number eight of nine of those. Skylar Thompson for the Dolphins was the only one behind him. And he is outperforming and proving everybody wrong. Right. And, and, and unless it's somebody like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, they got injured and, or Tom Brady or somebody like that, who's been that quarterback for decades mm-hmm. and, you know, been in that role or whatever. And you stepped in and even sometimes that may even occur, but it, Trey Lance hadn't even had that opportunity to, you know, and we've seen, the greatness or the lack thereof, some may say, of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he's a good quarterback. But with them two being out and injured, bringing back, you know, Trey and making him and Brock compete at the beginning of the year is just going to be a total disaster. Like, you have a great quarterback in and Jimmy who has done a, a lot of great things for you guys already there. He was already going to be out of the door earlier before the season started and you guys was able to bring him back. Trey got injured and he came in and he was a starter. He got injured. So, you know, just have him there if he's on the contract as the backup and move Trey for those those assets and things that you can get and just see what we're going to do with Brock at the beginning of the year. And if he doesn't, you know, figure it out the way he's figured it out so far in, in the heightened part of the NFL season, which is the second half, if for whatever reason he lays egg at the beginning of the year, you have that veteran and Jimmy to continue to mentor him and bring him along and you go from there. I, I just, I wouldn't understand, you know, dividing the locker room now between him and Trey Lance is just going to yeah. be a disaster. Now the last question for both of y'all, what if he loses this game today? Same, keep him, keep yeah, you, right. You said, you said like, to, about him winning the Super Bowl, he wouldn't even have to win the Super Bowl for me. Okay. Like, like we're, we're building, right? We're building yep. for for next year. It, it came with one team win the Super Bowl. Oh, know, I just so, had to ask the question. I got paid that. Uh, I'm with not, you 100 on that. If he's not that guy that's going to win the Super Bowl, then it's not. It's not. It's not the Cowboys. It's not Dak. It's not. We're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a bust. We're pleasantly surprised what mm-hmm. Mister Irrelevant has done. 
And mm-hmm. we're going to roll this. The wheel's not going to stop throughout the offseason. We're going to keep trucking. There's yeah, a lot they of guys. They got a lot of. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of they first year quarterbacks that don't make it this far. So yeah, yeah you, yeah. I mean, yeah, he he can't. There's no way he doesn't have the start now. He has to lose the job at this point, right. start the next season, because mm-hmm. now that he has a team, he's captivating America with this Mister Irrelevant story. So again, you know, it's a business. My man's selling jerseys like crazy. That's what they need. Right. People gonna show up to watch Purdy play now. So you can't just sit them down. I mean, obviously they got a fat contract to to fulfill with, with Trey Lance and all of that. But I mean, it's Brock's team right now. So they need to decide who's going to be the person to mentor him and help and help continue to grow him. So he has more success, right? I think they need a veteran in Garoppolo, somebody who's won and had some success. They need to keep him around. I mean, find a way. I feel you. Hey, NFL, I did not get the express written consent to air this <laughs> on my podcast, but I want to let you know, like, just like on Facebook, I do not own the rights to this music. This music. Oh, we're, not, <laughs> we're not playing music. We're not, but we're I want to make sure that the NFL knows I'm not trying to make money off playing this in the background. This Iowa State <laughs> talking about. So I don't want them coming after us because uh, Three Beards Media put us on. Yeah, so, Three Beards uh, Media it was. <laughs> they yeah. in Iowa, you know? <laughs> they in Iowa. Um, <laughs> but no, so as we close out, because this, this will be basketball season, and we'd be on, we'd be on here 40 minutes <laughs> talking about football. <laughs> hey, so, it's, it's, it's the pod. It's, it's, all, it's about the sport. Hey, that's it. So, We're talking about sports, baby. As we, as we transition, anything else y'all want to say about the Niners? Purdy, Iowa State football before he transitioned to the basketball season. Hey, Purdy's a man. And Brock, we trust. I think that's what they used to say when he was here. So and we need Brock, to get a circuit, a circuit cutter thing and make some certs. Yeah. Everybody's making certs nowadays. <laughs> I'm going to go out in front of that. Hey, the next round, I'm going out with some certs I made on my circuit printer. <laughs> and I'm going to be right there wherever they at. Pocket <laughs> some certs. Yeah. Not licensed, going to be crooked. Some letters gonna be falling off, but they're gonna be authentic. Um, <laughs> but as we get to the the past midpoint of our podcast again, Three Beards Media um, is is our sponsor. Well, not our sponsor, but they're our parent company. And you know we have Revelton Distillery and, and Brown Dog Farms um, as our sponsor. So um, you know, good looking on there. I actually used some of my hot sauce. I, I made some wings in the air fryer today, and uh, used some of my hot sauce, the pineapple one on uh on my wings so i did some lemon pepper and some other seasoning on them threw them in the air fryer and then you know i put a little hot sauce inside of my barbecue sauce that i had so you know gave a little spice and a little flavor a little a little something so you know it was good it was good i ain't gonna even act like i'm eating that hot sauce <laughs> <laughs> oh man so as we as we pivot man we had this Big 12 is, is tough. Man, it is. The Big yeah. 12 is yeah. tough. So, because I'm waiting, I'm waiting till we go down to Texas Tech because I'm bringing, we, we bringing a nurse back on here when we go down because we beat them at home. You know, we, we lost Kansas by two points, huh? They're winless on, uh, in the Big 12, Texas Tech. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but going down home, it might be different because we let them come back. We let them come back a little bit. They play came back a little bit, so we let them get some light. Um but it wasn't it wasn't like this Oklahoma State game where we were up 17 and lose by two. Like mm. that cannot happen. Mm. That cannot happen. You know, you but you look at that, you look at um, you know, Kansas lost to um, you know, who who dropped K State dropped Kansas, didn't they? Yeah. No, TCU beat them. No, T- well, no, two of them. TCU and right, right. And yeah, so yeah, T- yeah. TCU was the latest. So 
So right. KU ain't ain't as tough. We tie with we we tie with Kansas right now for second. Um, but you yeah. know, it's it's a tough, it's a tough big 12, but especially when they predict like nine of us going to the to the dance, you know. Yeah. But they there are, I mean, there's some things we need to work on. Um, there is um, I don't have this, I was trying to find the stats I had on me, but this Oklahoma game, Oklahoma State game, we only shot if I could find it, 20 something percent, 22 point two percent we shot from the three-point field goal 22 percent and then 39 percent from the floor in general free throws yeah we were 58 and we we out rebounded them you know that's good we had less turnovers and we doubled their steals but shooting 22 percent from three-pointer and then shooting 40 percent from the field you know that's not gonna do it because I'm looking at, um, let me see something real quick. Uh, Iowa State, Texas. I wanted to see what what that was too. Because we got to find we got to find those stats too. But like, 22 percent ain't gonna win. 22, and that's all we lost by two points. 22 percent when we we're not a three point shooting team, but because we took so many and only hit you know a quarter of them, we should have stopped. We should have played and had a different game plan. So, you know, what's what's your thoughts on that, Marcus? We you know, this we, the last three games, we, we had three games since we didn't been on. Um, you know, you, we had the, the tough one we lost in Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that was pretty much a throw-up um, toss-up or whatever for, mm-hmm. for me. You know, we played extremely well. Could have pulled it off at the end, but that's always a tough tough place to win, to get a yeah. win at. Um, but, you know, this last, this last game against Oklahoma State, you know, to be up 16, 17 points, Mm-hmm. Once you get in the second half, they're making runs. Now, now it's time to, you know, it's time to score. You gotta, you gotta milk all of the time out of the clock that you can, off the shot clock. We gotta get these offensive rebounds. We'll get the offensive rebounds, bring it out again, and milk the time. If 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 we're not scoring as, as good as we should have been scoring, or we want to score, then we gotta do some other things um, defensively, and you know to to buy our way out of there. It is extremely, I never won down to Oklahoma state. It's tough. I hate that arena. I absolutely hate that arena. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's a tough place to win. You know, we won down there last year. We, we had some, you know, heroics that we had to do to win the game. Um, But you know me, you know, we, we, we have to lock down that inside. Um, I'm looking at the stats now. Caleb didn't score. Caleb had um he played 17 minutes, was 0 for 1. He did not score. He did not score. Because you look at um, we shot, we shot three uh three pointers in the second half. We shot six in the first half. So we only shot nine three-pointers total. And we shoot way more than nine. Hmm. So we had we were one for three in the second half and one for six in the first half. So we weren't shooting the ball. Um, you know, we were and we were playing, we were playing ball to be up 17. So we were actually gr- pounding it, ground pounding them, and we weren't we weren't we weren't relying on the three, and it seems like we didn't even get back into the, what we were good at because we won on these games by hitting that three and shooting that three, and it was was the de- the defense just had just had us locked down where we weren't even getting those open threes like we typically would have. Yeah, we got to get to the basket. Yeah, we got to get to the basket. We got to. You know, one of the biggest things that, that we were taught is, you know, we're going to we're gonna make more free throws than the opponent attempt. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. big for us, to make more free throws, to make them. So once you get to the free throw line, we got to make sure that we made them. Um, yeah. But that's that's all paint play. That's getting deep, 
down inside of the paint, making, you know, putting the game in the referee's hands, putting the pressure on them. Um, it's not going to get any easier. If, if you're not making those shots from the outside, then, you know, it's going to be a long night. And, man, I, had, I hadn't been that hot in a while. It, it was a couple of questionable things. Like, I don't do that referee thing, you know. The, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. referees are what they are, whatever. But it, but that that one when um, Oshun missed that uh, dunk and the ball popped to the to the mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still to this day don't know what was the call. Because, you know, the guys were, were jostling to get ready to box out to, to jump to get the rebound. And they blew the whistle and everybody was looking like, well, oh, what's going did. on? Mm-hmm. That's a live ball, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that right there kind of took the wind out of the sails a little bit to me because now, you know, a few things was going on um, when, when Tammy went to the hole and should have been an one, they didn't call that. So it's like, you know, now we're thinking about, you know, are we going to get a fair shake with it or not? And yeah. Yeah. Once, once, once that snowball go to rolling down the hill, it becomes a mountain real fast. But here it, here it is, Marcus. Six for 10 in the second half in three-point field goals. Three for 11 in the first half. So they hit nine. We only hit two. And the second yeah. half, you know, they hit three shots in a row. I can't remember what Cat hit two three-pointers in a row. Um, but they hit three in a row total. And one, uh, of, the, one of the Cats hit uh, two. And then the, the other – but I can't remember. I mean, I, I can't remember. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so – but they hit – they were six – they were 60% in the second half. You know, thirty under thirty percent in the first half, but sixty percent in the second half. Um, they were sixty percent, sixty one percent in the second half from field goal percentage in general, eleven for eighteen. And then they were, I mean, they were fifty three for. Um, you know, they dropped down a little bit in their free throws, but because they were shooting sixty percent in the second half, where we were shooting thirty thirty three percent, thirty five percent. You know, that was the thing. So our defense broke down at the end to allow them to get all those threes because we were worried about trying to win the game and not managing to win. Correct. So, you know, and and that's one of the things that they can't do because these, these close losses are going to be the the death of us. We can't have these close losses like this in the big 12. We got to get up and win again. I still am happy that we are playing from ahead this year because last year we were playing from behind every game. So this year, I'm glad we're playing from behind and we're winning. And these two close losses, I mean, we we will go back. When the next game we play, we'll, we'll probably win. You know, it's, it's going to go back and forth. That's just how the Big 12 is. But these those these games with two points are going to determine, you know, that Big 12 championship. So we are, we're biting ourselves in the foot. We want that Big 12 championship. We want to go down to Kansas City and get that. You know, but right now, you know, try, tie, for, tie for third, for second with Kansas, we got some work to do. And especially we can't let Oklahoma State – come back and shoot 60% from the field in the second half of the game and come back and get 17 and make up that 17 points. Execution. Execution, execution. So what, I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you say to this team um, in the locker room, Marcus? What, what, are, what are you saying? Um, that, that paint, we, we got to, we got to control the ball. Like, I mean, you said, you know, we out rebounded them, but I'm used to like that. The rebounding disparity needs to be so one sided that it's ridiculous. I, and I know uh, Osunni finished, you know, with seven rebounds, but I mean, with his with his ability, leaping ability, he should be having seven rebounds and a half. You know, and and that is that is so that's so big. The defensive rebound is so big because it stops. It doesn't. It doesn't give them at this level. You miss. You miss. You miss. You miss. You miss. 
one of those one of those shots are going to go in after you keep allowing them to have offensive rebounds and that that causes momentum you know we we have to shut down that lane um we got to be tougher than them um on the defensive end not worry about the offensive end because the runners that we have, the shooters that we have, once we get that defensive rebound, then we just go and, you know, into transition. If we don't get anything into, you know, the primary transition to the secondary transition, then we pull it out, manage the rest of the shot clock. You know, sometimes just taking the first open shot isn't the best thing that you that you want to do, time and score. If we got the lead, they have to catch us. You know, I, I'm going to pump fake and, and, you know, not take this shot. I'm going to pull it out you know, and see if we can get a better shot. Because if we can get a rush shot in the beginning of shot clock, you know, that's just as just as bad as the shot waiting in the in the end of the shot clock. So getting everything down, you know, to, to where we're controlling the pace of the game is is the best thing that we need to do we need to do. K-State, Kansas, K State, Kansas, Texas, and us. So we're tied second. Tied second with Kansas, yep. Kansas and Texas. They're both five and two. Did Texas win today? Texas must have won today. I don't know. It just says five and two in the Big 12. So it says K-State, Texas, Kansas, and then us. And then we're all five. Us three are five and two, and K-State is six and one. So what um what are you worried about? Are you worried about this season? What are you worried about right now? What in your mind, what worries you right now? Um not 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 much really is worrying me. Um you know, because even the loss in Kansas was, was uh, if you want to say a good loss, it, it was it was a tough thing to um to not get at the at the end. Mm-hmm. The the game yesterday, you know, bothered me because that's one we should definitely close out. I mean, you're you're not gonna see many blowouts. Kansas just completely laid an egg against TCU at home. You know, yesterday I don't know what that was, but you know, uh, Kansas did us a favor with that loss, and then we turned around and lost to Oklahoma <laughs> State. So. Yeah, you know that that's just how the Big Twelve is. For the most part, you know we're at the top of the of the conference. We have TCU and Baylor right there, but we're not going to count out the rest of these teams. I mean, even like you said, Texas Tech is zero and seven right now, you know, but they started the year off ten and one, ten and two. Yeah, you know, so now they're zero and seven, you know. But that isn't that how we started last year? You know, yeah. we won a lot of games, <laughs> we still got to the Big Twelve and struggled, and still made it to the Sweet Sixteen. So. I mean that's the twelve, man. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think you hit it. I think you hit it on the head. Um, you know, and, and they got they got some work to do. And uh, I'm glad we didn't record yesterday because I would have had to use the uh, sensor button a lot. I, man. All of us. All yeah. of us. I was like, I was like, oh, I got that sensor button, but you know, it's hey, it's all good. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we we not worried about it. Um, they they've been playing. They've been in the games, losing games. The, the three losses in the Big 12 or the two losses in the Big 12 are by two points. So we lost about four points total yeah. in, the, in the Big 12. That sucks when you think about it. You know, a win is a win. No matter if it's two points, one point, but a win is a right. win. We lost those games and to be that close. So we can take pride in that. And especially that we played Kansas so well and we got to play them again. But, you know, we play Kansas better than we typically play Kansas. And for Kansas to be losing like they are, they're not the powerhouse they used to be. Um, you know, the Big 12 is shifting. So I'm happy about that, you know, because, um, you know, we don't really we don't really we don't really want KU always winning, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, not, but, but yeah, but it's, it's, it's good. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
Osun, he he played. He he's playing. You know, he he's 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 getting better in this system, you know, as we go on. All you we have to realize too with the team, the way they're playing, most of them are transfers. So this mm-hmm. system that they're in is a new system, even though Grill came, Grill came back, but it's still a new system for him too. So we gotta we gotta say these boys. Well, I don't know what happened. What happened? Well, I could turn over. I'm thinking so. I'm thinking so. Okay. Yeah, they got a pick. Yep. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, these these transfers are playing in a new system. So, you know, I'm happy that they're playing the way they are in this system, which shows that we got we got a lot going on. What a, oh, what, what are you smiling about? Oh, because one of my cowboy friends just texted me like like they ignoring my they're ignoring my snaps <laughs> while the 49ers have the game. And then they, they text me when the Cowboys have the game. This just touched me talking about we're inside the 20. And so when I checked it, went back and checked it, now they picked it up. all up. It's uh, eye roll signs. And that, that's what made me look at the TV. And we saw the, <laughs> the interception. Oh, man. That's, yep, that's what happens, man. It one. can change at any point in time. You know, and this is like the, any given Sunday. We got we got a lot of time in here. Um you know, this is gonna. We knew this was gonna be a tough game. I knew this yeah. was a tough game. These, these ain't no slouches making it this far. So you know, saying, and, and Dak's game that he had last week. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but Dak's game last week. Yeah, he went crazy. Yeah, he did. Man, I mean, I know you a Texas guy, Brimley. Man, he went off. Yeah, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but yeah, no, nah, he he went off. I re- look yeah. game, respect game, man. He had a great <laughs> game, so you can't can't knock that at all. No doubt. So what we so as we close out, man, what y'all what y'all want to say as we close out? On everything we didn't talked about, and as we go forward in the next week, what you uh, what y'all looking forward to? Uh, what y'all got going on personally? You know, um, I'm gonna be in in uh, Louisville, um, Kentucky, uh, this weekend. My cousin Brett getting uh, he getting having his birthday, his 40th birthday. So mm-hmm. I'm going out to Louisville, Kentucky, hang out with some family I ain't seen in a minute. Um, I got to dress up. He said if uh, even if his grandfather ain't dressed up, he getting kicked out. Um, but I bought a, I bought a, I bought a tux during COVID and I didn't get it hemmed up or anything like that. My thighs don't fit in the pants. Uh, <laughs> 46 long and, and, and the waist in those is 40. And this is, I don't know if it's about a, a trim slim, uh, tux. I'm a classic guy. So that means I got to do something on these legs, man. You know, I, I was a football player too, but I, my legs got to get smaller because I, I, man, Whew, I want to wear this tux, and I'm like, man, I tried it on last this week. I'm like, damn it, <laughs> that's too short. I can't go for getting nothing now. I, I thought I was shorts. like, oh, I'm good. This is where good. the shorts that, with it, the European look. <laughs> the shorts going. Uh, ask Scott. I would, I would be uh, Farnsworth Bentley in that piece. <laughs> I saw Dion was the other, uh, the other day. Yeah, well, he, he had on the short sleeve joint. He had on oh, the did short, he? Oh, short yeah, sleeve. Yeah, he did. He had the short yeah. sleeve jacket. Yeah. <laughs> They, oh, they man. unique out here man that's funny that's funny Getting that five million yeah <laughs> <Hey. laughs> he, he said bring me bring me that lilac that, that salmon i'm excited man same old same on this week just you know the kids are out of school tomorrow for whatever reason again um, school, man. something is going on with them but uh some for the teachers or something, but I mean the same old, just you know, trying to get people to go green, yep. working on the other different things that we got, you know, with the businesses and stuff, and 
hopefully, you know, everybody stays safe. That's that's the biggest thing, you know, yeah. trying to keep these kids from being sick. Yeah, yeah. Man, ain't that the truth. What you got, Brett? Time of year. I got nothing, man. We just we grind and getting ready. We'll have a uh, busy couple weeks, I guess, in the beginning of April. April, okay. sorry. Black History Month, we usually get a lot, lot more love. Okay. Uh, being a Black-owned business out here. So we got a couple of big caterers, so I'm trying to plan ahead for those, man, as much okay. as possible, so I'm not killing myself. But other than that, it's just it's football, and this is it. China. Okay, that's what's up. Yes, sir. I'm gonna say one yeah, more thing before we head out. So trice100golf.com is the website for the golf event Friday, June 16th. It's the Friday before Father's Day in Juneteenth. Uh representing what Jack wanted to do, go back down south and uh uh share teach uh, others how to share crop. We got our first two sponsors. So I want to thank Hilliard Inc. Industry, Hilliard Industries Inc. uh cleaning supply company. They are one of our sponsors for the event. And then we got IQ, uh, which is an Iowa native. It's an optometrist. Uh, and, and she uh, is one of our sponsors as well. And she also has a donation gift basket with a couple polarized sunglasses, some wipes, and then um, a free eye exam. So, you know, she's out in Waukee. Nice. So, Brent, you might have to bid on that uh, that basket. She just opened Say up. Less. She just opened up. So, uh, shout out to IQ. Shout out to Hilliard. Uh, shout out to Three Beers Media. Shout out to Revelton. Shout out to Brown Dogs Farm. Yes, sir. Shout out to the world. Hey, everybody, treat somebody better than you did the next, the previous day. You know, this world is uh is is, is changing right now, and it's a uh, selection year. So you know, people are gonna get a little feisty right now. So you know, treat your brother the way you want to be treated. When I say brother, I mean all your people. So yes, with that, yes. we gonna holler at you next week. See you. Peace, love, happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Go Niners. Let's get it. Let's get it. Halftime. We got another half. This is a zero-zero ball game. You know it. I'll let y'all. Peace. Peace.